Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome, ladies, to the break that every busy woman deserves. Um, Oh, squeak toys. That's good. That's going to be fantastic for recording. It's just going to be like a little extra joy added to our conversation. Christine, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you, Christine, for our fun dance party. I, I, I love the, the music selections from everybody because it's like, ooh, insights into their soul. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. And um, because... Uh, XYs from the, uh, mm-hmm. I was not familiar with that. So I listened to like four different versions. I'm like, Oh, what is, what is all of this? Oh, it's very exciting. And the live version, a cartoon version. I'm like, Oh yeah. So anyway. Yeah. It's uh, Jonathan actually discovered it on Spotify. It's a musical that was uh, just released a few years ago in Britain. So it's like brand new musical. Uh, it's only been done once in Canada. And I'm like, as soon as the rights are available for community theater, I'm directing that play. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it might be 20 years from now, but it's on my list. <laughs> um, which is a great segue into mm. um, the, the many hats that you wear. So as mm-hmm. you may or may not know, Christine is uh, a director of plays, among other things. So um, mm. I would love to hear... From you, my lovely friend, let us know okay. what you'd like to know about you today, I, and, I then, and then we'll go from there. I mean, the many hats that you wear, and all fabulous, yeah. and, and that's kind of what I wanted to touch on um, as a as a fellow multi-potentialite, and finding the joy in following what fascinates us while maintaining like that, not overshooting, right? Right, and that has been um, a really big balance and lesson for me um, growing up because I've always been this way. I've always been multitasking, always been like involved with like at school, it was like, okay, I did drama and choir and volleyball. And I think I was on the reach, reach for the top. Do you remember that show? Reach for the top. There was a school reach team. I was, you know, I did that, like all of this stuff. And then I went down to university and that didn't work out so well. It was in Windsor, but then, I, and, and I lost myself for a little bit because I wasn't doing anything. I was like working. That's, I worked and I was on midnight, so I slept and nobody was awake when I was awake and all these fun things. So I lost myself a little bit. And then when I moved back to Midland, um, I, same thing. I was like just working at tech forum, hanging out, drinking at the bars, having fun. And then I started working at the pub and uh, a very lovely fellow by the name of Stephen Hartnell. I'm sure if you know Hironi players, you know Stephen Hartnell or Skip. Everybody knows him as Skip at uh, Sellermans. Uh, he is like, when I, w- when I was working at Sellermans and he was a patron, he's like, you need to audition for this play. And I was like, mm, mm, no, it's not my thing. And then and I was like, oh my God, it's totally my thing. Um, <laughs> so I, I went and I, I just did all I could at the audition. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to get the part. It's like, this is not going to happen. And then the director's like, no, you got the part. And I was like, oh, oh, goody. I get to wear pink spandex and have my plant pants split on cue. Excellent. I can't wait for my first foray into the 
entire community theater. Um, but if I hadn't have done that, I would never have met my husband and gotten so involved with the Harania players. Uh, I've been in multiple plays, learned how to stage manage, uh, got the director's bug from that as well, because um, hello, I'm a leader. I need to do things. I need to tell people to do things. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's what I do. It's, it's, I direct, I direct. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it was just, it's just who I am. It's part of what I do. Um, and it's like my music collection. Like I just, there was a, a bonus challenge for the, um, the challenge I'm doing right now with Deanna and her team. Um, and one of the bonus challenges was your five top songs to make you move. And I was like, no, that's like asking me what my favorite book is. Like you need to narrow it down. Uh, okay. So five favorite songs to move. Okay. That's something I can do. Cause uh, same with reading. Like I can't pick one favorite book. It's like, well, what kind of mood am I in? And what kind of, uh, what's the weather like outside? And is it this summer or like, I just, there's so many factors in, and I, I almost messaged you like every day, twice a day. She's like, no, do these songs instead. And do these songs. And I was like, no, stop, just pick what you, and even last night I was like, if you need a fourth song. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's just me. And that's my life. And multitasking is what I do. Right. And, and you also have I mean, two other businesses. Uh, well, uh, yeah, this is, that's yeah, that's the fun stuff. Uh, my actual work stuff is uh, being a massage therapist, which is a, my favorite. It's my favorite. I was uh, the way it, I fell into it. It was it was literally like the universe opening up, going do this, and I was like, oh, right, that's what I should do. Um, and then from there, I am in instructor now at the college um, that I went to to get my program so they're they're familiar with me so now I'm instructing massage uh, which should be fun tomorrow because I have to do it online right so we'll see how that goes uh, but that's tomorrow's problem that's not today's problem um, and then I also um, fell into selling tea because my husband and I just drink copious amounts of tea and yes <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and that, because massage therapy is, is it, it nurtures my healing that I want to bring to the universe. I want to heal people, make people feel better. Um, but I can only do it one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, so the social butterfly in me requires something else. And that's, that void gets filled a little bit with the tea and socializing and bringing people together over a delicious cup of tea. And that, so my brain's like, okay, that's fascinating that you are making that, I don't want to say distinction, but you're making mm -hmm. those alignment pieces. So mm -hmm. um, it, what is some of, like, what is, what draws you? How, you know, because there's shiny object syndrome. Sure. That's one yeah. thing. And, and <laughs> I have, I have lots of that. Oh yeah. But then it's, you know, when the shiny object gets dull, but you still love it, right? Like, so what is it a, what are you drawn to? What keeps you engaged in the different things that you do? So for, you know, you said the healing component with the massage therapy and that. Yeah, you know, very much. With the directing and maybe that's yeah. not the hundred percent, but you know. <laughs> uh, the, so uh, when I did your spark sessions last year, I really touched on why I do what I do. Um, and so for like, for me, the theater allows me that creative outlet. It allows me to problem solve. It allows me to, uh, think outside of the box, if you will, for cliches. Um, but it gives me an opportunity 
um, my favorite part of a play is when it's been decided that yes, we're going to work on this play. Um, but then we have my, Jonathan and I play this game where there's no restrictions. So there's no physical restrictions. There's no monetary restrictions, nothing. If you could do the play the way you want, how would you do it? And then we start to, to go, Oh, that, Oh, that would be, Oh, do you think we could do this? And I mean, some things are like ridiculous. Like we'll never be able to fly in a set. We don't have the physical space to do that. But then we're like, Oh, but could we use the back and maybe have projections? And like, so we have all these, these creative ideas. And that's one of my core values is that creativity and that problem solving and how do we make this work and how does that happen? And, um, and, and I love, I love that. Um, with the massage, um, it's again, that, that, that healing touch, that providing, um, providing somebody else with comfort, providing somebody else with care, that, that provider in me needs, needs nurturing. Um, and, and it's reciprocal. Um, I've, come home from a day of massages and my husband's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm just blissed out. Like I, I <laughs> gave, I gave good energy and I got good energy back. Like it's just this, this beautiful connection. And, and, and it's also, um, <laughs> yes, Melanie, exactly. And, and people talk and some people don't, some people do, but yeah, we have that. Mm -hmm, yeah. That's, oh, what else do you need to tell me? Um, but uh, but I, I'm able to, to provide this healing energy and I'm able to um, uh, heal myself a little bit as well through it um, because it's it's one thing to, to give a good massage, know you gave a great massage, and then have that somebody get up off the table and literally go, oh, that was fantastic or that was amazing or I didn't even know I had that spot. That's my favorite. I didn't even know I was sore there. And I was like, dude, your shoulders are up by your ears. Like, how are you not? <laughs> Okay, here's what we're going to do. And then keep providing them with home care if they need the home care and, and just being responsible and, and, have, and being available to them. Um, and then the tea stuff is that social side. Um, friendships uh, are very important to me. Loyalty. Um, not loyalty so much so in that like oh you're loyal to me but um that uh, that social construct that we need like that village build that village uh have those people in your life um people that you know people that you love and people that you trust um are the three big ones um for me like i do do i know them do i love them do i trust them and um i i i i grew up in my 30s where I was like these people aren't working for me like and it took a while to realize that just because I had a lot of people I hung out with didn't mean I had a lot of friends um and, but I'm also one of those lucky people that have friendships from kids I went to elementary school with like my best friend Hyde she's over in Germany right now with her family and I'm just like she's my hairdresser but at the same time she's also like my best bud and we I think we went to grade one together she was in the afternoon kindergarten class I was in the morning so we didn't meet till grade one but uh and of course ups and downs throughout life so so that's for me that's how it fits it all fits together and there is some overlap um as well but that's all all three of those big jobs that I do they fill that niche um because again, teaching, education, learning, that's always uh, a part of what I do as well. Um, like learning new things all the time. And with the massage, it's really awesome. Um, although they're in the middle of changing their, um, their uh, 
continuing education units. They're, they're in the midst of changing that program. Um, but it's a requirement that we stay on top of the research. We stay on top of uh, what is known and what by science and evidence-based and all of this stuff. And, and that speaks to my logistical, like, this works because it's science and, like, it's been proven and it's not just anecdotal and it's not just... So I'm, I'm able to... Um, and, and to pass that knowledge on to other people. Um, I always get upset when people are like, well, those who can't, those who can do and those who can't teach. And I'm like, uh, no, that is not how that works. Um, because, and you knew, like when, when I went to college and like you knew what teachers were good and what teachers weren't. So how do I balance myself? Um, that's an excellent question. Um, my husband and I have an app on our phone called Cozy, C-O-Z-I. It's a free app. And the rule is if it's not in Cozy, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so I have a purple dot. He has a blue dot. Sophie has an orange dot. Kayla has a yellow dot. And there's a green dot for like things we might want to do. It's like NB. Like it's like we might want to do that and it's on this day, but we're not sure yet. Um, so scheduling is definitely a big part of it. Uh, communication with my husband is a, also a huge key factor in balancing everything between um, my my stuff and my girls. I am only part time at the college, so I'm usually there only once once or twice a week. Uh, depends on what I've picked up. Like this semester, for instance, I'm only Fridays. Um, it was an 8 a.m. class. So I was out the door by seven uh, and home around three. So it uh, it. It, it, it works it just in it and I've always been this way and Jonathan has too like he's very involved with Peroni players and does a lot of other projects and helps with the local community um, the high school um, musical drama programs and things so he's he's always busy too so it's a, a good scheduling and um, effective communication is really what it comes down to and then of course my girls are brilliant and wonderful and Sophie's been going to the theater since she was six days old so we're <laughs> they know what theater is <laughs> I was like you want to talk about multitasking so the very first play I directed with Horony Players was called Rope's End um, and it was a two it's called a two-hander so there's only two actors on stage the whole time um, or for the whole play um, and uh, Jonathan and I um, nine months before I was supposed to direct, decided we were gonna to start to try and have a baby. Well, maybe it was a little bit before nine months, but anyways, and I was like, I'm overweight and I'm old and all these things and the guy, I have endometriosis and I'm not gonna get pregnant and it's just it's gonna take at least three months of trying and everything is fine and, and four weeks later I was pregnant. So <laughs> directing and pregnant at the same time. And I was like, oh no, it's fine, it's fine. The, the firsts are always late, it's gonna be fine, it's, it's gonna be fine. Uh, so it was two weeks early and uh, she came on the Wednesday, uh, two weeks before we opened. Um, and then I got to finish the last three rehearsals uh, with her in her, uh, had a wrap that uh, baby carrier wrap thingy uh, and I was breastfeeding in the in the audience giving direction and it was just yeah it's that's that's what I do it's, I can't not do anything same with like when we got married I we got married July 16th I opened my business July 4th like it's, it's fine that's what it's fine that's right it's so fine. I have a good thank, thank you Christine for um, asking a question that's awesome because mm -hmm. you can you can hear your brilliant 
little people. <laughs> yes, you know that they're there. Um, I'm interested in how, so I love that you are aligning or that, you know, whether you knew it before at a soul level, but you're aligning your values with what you do and, and seeing those connections. So um, now, as well as sort of the before mm-hmm. now, um, how did you use those as anchor points to say no to things? Because obviously there is no's or there is not right yet. There's, yeah, right? there's a lot of that. Um, so I just look at things um, because I was always the yes. Yep, I'll do that. Yep, I'll put it on the schedule. Yep, I'll get to that. Yep, I can do that. Oh, you want me to work overtime? Yep, I can. Like it was always the boss always asked me first because I was almost always guaranteed that I'd say yes. Um, and I don't know if it was official burnout. Like I don't think it was an actual official burnout, but I was like, I, I would get angry really fast or I would be like, oh, like muttering under my breath. Yeah. And I, and at, and at one point I was like, this isn't doing anybody anything, any favors. I was grumpy to be around. People didn't want to hang out anymore. And, or it was like, I know what people stopped asking me to do things. So they're like, well, you're busy. And I was like, yeah, but it'd be nice to ask. Well, okay. Um, so when I was able to look at what brought me joy and I know that sounds again cliche but I I was looking at like what does bring me joy what does bring me a challenge because challenge is also what I enjoy um it's a healthy kind of challenges like the the like "Hmm, can I conquer this and and do this um so it it was easier to say no to the people like at work um and acquaintances, it was harder to say no to family. Hmm. That's, uh, that's one I, I still sometimes struggle with. Hmm. Um, and, and the reason for that is because family is so important to me, right? Like it's, right. they're so important. Um, so, so having, would you say, guys, sorry, um, would you yeah. say that then it's, it's not that it's a clash in values, it's that they're so close, no. right? Like hmm. that it's, and it's, um, being able to find again that elusive word balance, but to be able to find that yeah. space in between yeah. where you still feel honored and you know you're mm-hmm. and you're honoring all of the parts of you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm tr- and I'm trying to be able to do that. Um, I know, like my mental health took a big kick last year, um, and I was like, yeah, and I did the sparks, and I was like, yeah, and the women on front were like, yes. This is awesome. My body's like, guess what? Here's a big boulder for your uh, bile duct. Yeah, thanks. Um, And then I was hit again in September with uh, a major, major episode, uh, which I'm still struggling with, actually. And um, I I reconcile myself with it. This is definitely chemical. Mm -hmm. It's definitely biological. Um, I, 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 I talk to Jonathan about this all the time. I have no reason to feel the way I feel. The anxiety, uh, was a new thing for me too. That happened after Kayla. So Kayla is my second. Um, I didn't have any PPD or PPA with, um, with Sophie. I was at risk. I was high risk. Um, but it was, it was fine. I was like, yeah, we got through. We had the normal, like first time parent things. Um, but then with Kayla, it was like, I was just slammed with anxiety, um, and I'd never dealt with that before. I'd never dealt with like this panic of what am I doing? Um, so I know, I know in my head, it's all 
um, chemical, all hormonal, all, all those things. Um, and now we're working on getting those meds taken care of and, and whatnot. So, um, and that helps to, to, again, come back to the values. Like, does this bring me uh, joy? And I try to use the word joy instead of happiness because happiness is sort of like this fleeting thing. Um, I just finished reading, uh, or no, I read it over Christmas, I think. It was um, Mark, um, I can't remember. It's called Everything is Fucked, a, a, jo a book about hope. <laughs> it's his second book. Um, it's, yeah, and it's, it's, it's basically like everything is screwed up. But there's the study that he referenced was um, everybody seems to settle back at seven. Like if it's like you're on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the uttermost happiest you've ever been and zero being like you are crying on the floor dying. Uh, everybody tends to be around a seven and we're always trying to get to that 10. We're always trying to get 10, 10, 10. And then when we get to 10, we drop back down to seven anyways. Um, and then same with like really bad things. So say you had a three or whatever, and then you come back up to the sort of average of seven. And I was like, yeah, that's, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's good. Like, Do you know what that makes me think of is, so uh, Brene Brown says that joy is mm. the most vulnerable emotion that we can have. Mm. Um, and for so many of us, especially moms, you maybe can relate to this, but like you feel that unbelievable joy, bliss of your child. And then instantly you eradicate that joy by thinking of something terrible that's going to happen to your kid, right? Like you just, because being in that joy state, like at that 10, mm -hmm. just too much for our little worlds to handle like a, a yeah. seven seven solid because that's like yeah. shit's gonna happen and, and i'm still on the good side of things yeah, and exactly. you know and then i can kind of i can work with seven man that yeah. makes that makes sense to me super yeah and i <laughs> and i i feel the same way like um and when i was doing the cbt um therapy as well um it was like find the evidence Okay, so in today, like, take the 24 hours and mark in your scale of what you were feeling. So you can literally see that, no, it wasn't a crap day. Mm -hmm. You had one crap thing happen to you. And yeah, it sucked really bad. But the rest of the day went really well. You're still breathing. You're still upright. The kids are still alive. I'd call that a win. <laughs> there are some days where I'm like, that's a win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, and it's just, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, right. So, so being able to take that, um, that, that evidence, that, that information that, okay, so break it down and, and, and how did the day actually go? Or how did the hour actually go? Like, even if you want to go in smaller increments, like each minute of the hour, like, oh, no, it wasn't the whole hour. That was crazy. Um, the other thing um, that I'm trying to teach my girls as well with resiliency is, um, and you've spoken about this many times, Dion, is like you have this initial emotional response and that, that impulse and those chemicals go through your body for about 90 seconds. After that, you are then choosing. You're then choosing to maintain the anger. You're choosing to maintain the fear, the frustration. You're choosing to be happy. You're choosing to let go. You're choosing. So we're trying to teach the girls that too. Like if there's a huge disappointment, um, for instance, skating, carnival was canceled that's really sad and you can be sad about that and we can be sad about that all day if you want or we can be sad about it now talk about why it's sad and then maybe make a plan to put the costumes on and take pictures to send to grandma Maggie G and everybody so I'm, I'm trying to teach my kids that and I'm finding 
that by, by me trying to set the example for the kids, I'm now living the example. <laughs> what? I'm resilient? I can choose joy? No. Mindfulness? What is, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's been wonderful to have that opportunity to do that. So, um, awesome. yeah. It's, it's good I love that. And I'm visualizing, I'm seeing your little chart. I'm seeing the yeah. right? <laughs> and, I'm like, and then looking at each experience, because um, my, my youngest does the same thing. Like this is the worst day I've ever had. And it's, yeah. you know. All or it nothing. Could be, yeah, it could be first thing in the morning or it's the last thing, go to bed. And she's like, everything was awful. I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty sure you just ate cotton candy, um, which is probably why you're having this moment. But aside of that, right? Like, so, um, but what I sort of saw in my head as you were saying that is being able to then identify either the neutrality or the the opposite of what the the, the one moment that we're focusing on. And then even like an added component to that would be to take the, the experiences to then you know, cause I'm all about fortifying your brain, right? I'm all about yep. like enhancing the good and how do you not just see it on the line, um, but how do you install it? So it becomes the, what was Tuesday? Like, I know Tuesday was like, Tuesday was this, right? Yeah. And, um, and taking those things and even taking out those values and going, run those things through your values and go, well, it's cause I hit all my things or it's because I was connected with my family or I was able to do the thing that I know brings mm -hmm. me joy. And then it just enhances and thickens and makes everything deeper and those connections deeper. And, and again, I love the, I love the modeling. I, I truly believe that in order for our children to um, become the people we dream them to be, we have to be that first. And, and then they get to see it firsthand. So they know where they're going. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I just love, the tools that you're introducing, um, mm -hmm. and and I and I love I love how you don't you're you don't there's no sugar like on top of this is this is what is happening and this is how we go here and then here and this is how we come back and that's the skill because mm -hmm. you're never going to stop your children from plummeting down into a pit, um, oh. but we can teach them to to climb back out and yes. they have to be able to see that happening again they're great mimics and terrible interpreters. They're, they're not going to go, I know my mom's hit hard times. I've never seen them, but I know she must have. And therefore I can too. That's not how it plays out. So. Right. And, <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. Um, and we, we are both Jonathan and I are very uh, forthcoming with our children um, about my mental health and his mental health and their mental health. Um, and the, the schools are doing a great job too now too. Like Sophie and Kayla both have yoga positions. And I was like, who taught you this? Oh, it's at school and I do the tree and this is the tree mommy. And it's going to bring you back to the green zone. I was like, yes, green zone. That's where all the zones here. I don't know. Anybody has kids, you know, the zones. Um, but we're, we're very forthcoming with them. Like, uh, if, if I'm particularly anxious or particularly depressed and I can't get out of bed that day or I can't leave the house that day, um, we talk about mommy having a bad brain day. Um, and we talk about how mommy is trying to cope with that and hugs are very useful and are, or sometimes they can't be touched. So they understand when mommy's in that sort of situation. I'm like, I still love you. I will love you always. This is, it doesn't change the fact that I can't snuggle with you. doesn't change that I don't love you or that I do love you or, or whatnot. And, and we're, we're very open with the girls and, uh, Sophie will, will come to me and she's, and she's like, um, 
um, you know, there was one day I, I couldn't get out of bed and she's like, mommy, it's okay. You can try later. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Mommy, you can, you can go now. And if you want, you can come home later. Like you don't have to stay the whole time. <laughs> it's like, Oh, so it made, I, like my heart swells a little bit because I'm just like, yes. Oh my mm. God. Yes. You're getting it. And then of course the mom, part of me the or the, the negative part of my brain goes what seven-year-old tells their mother that they can do this and oh my god you're wrecking your kids and oh my god oh my god and then that and then Jonathan looks at me and I go oh, no it's okay mm-hmm. it's okay right because you're all I'm I don't know about you the inner critic we've talked about inner critic uh she is loud and proud some days and yeah. uh and and it's and it's very hard um to have that focus and to have that like, okay, no, I, I understand you're trying to save me. I understand you're trying to keep me safe, but this isn't working for me. No, right? it's not so, the strategy that's going to work. Yeah, this is not the strategy. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, but I, I, I really feel like um, that honest and open communication with your kids is, um, is necessary. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I feel the same way about body parts, like call them what they're called right? Like we were talking, uh, they watched a, a, a um, Disney channel, uh, Blue Whales. Kayla is very, very into sea animals, specifically right now. And we watched the thing on Blue Whales and the Blue Whale had a baby and the baby was in the whale's tummy. And, and so I, I was like, well, just so you know, when a baby is in a mummy's, t- uh, when, a, when a mummy has a baby in her tummy, it's actually called the uterus. And they were like, oh, where's the uterus? And what is it called? And do you have pictures, mommy? Because they have all my anatomy textbooks for what I'm teaching. So my, my daughter's like, this is a bone. And I was like, do you know what the name of that bone is? It's called the clavicle. And I was like, yes, it's a clavicle. <laughs> it is not a collarbone. And she's like, yeah, mommy, it's a clavicle. And I'm just like, so we have these conversations. And again, I don't give them too much information. I just give them like the ask the question I give them the answer uh make sure they understand and then I, if they want more information they'll ask for more information and, and I feel do you know what strongly it, about that what it, I just thought of in those two instances with the girls um and I feel yeah. the same way because I I do the same things with my kids and and but mm-hmm. the I've gone through the you know what small child should be you know, saying this to me, I almost feel like they're saving me. Like, you know, we have those mm-hmm. moments and then I think it triggers my, um, that fixer perfectionist people pleasing stuff. And I go, no, you, they can't go down that path. But at the same time, it's really just information we've given them no different than they've learned that it's a clavicle. They've learned that it's okay to try again later. Right. And, yeah. and, and ultimately it's, um, you know, they are not, um, stepping up and, and caring for the family and you're, you're, you know, um, they're just learning. Well, stuff. yeah, this and is like sharing that knowledge with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, awesome. when we, Jonathan and I were pregnant, uh, with Sophie, we, we didn't know we were having a girl, uh, but, uh, Bethany, our organic, our combined friend, uh, she had just had Clara and, um, Brian gave us his, her husband gave us the best parenting advice ever. He's like parenting 90% of parenting is make sure your kid is fed and don't lose them. And, I, and I, I was like, okay. So I looked at my husband. I said, I'll take care of the feeding. You make sure we don't lose her. Um, and then, and then of course, Batney was like, it's all about uh, relativity. And uh, are you on the couch, passed out, drunk at two o'clock in the afternoon? No. 
okay, are you having a small nap because your kid's watching a show? That's fine. Do you know that they're hungry and you feed them? That's fine. It's all about relativity. And I, and I try to remember that too uh, when I'm buying books or something. I'm like, it could be crack. Um, <laughs> it's books. It's books. It's books. Right? So it's all about relativity. It's like, and then, and then that comes <laughs> equally addictive indeed. Oh my God. Oh my God. Bookbub. Oh my God. I have to tell you about Bookbub. It's amazing. You go on and, and they send you an email every day with the, with the deals and I have all these free books and, and some of them are really good. I'm like, yeah. Uh, um, Sorry, this is this is what happens with me sometimes too. I have stream of consciousness, and it's like, oh, and and tangent, oh, and I thought of something else, uh, and another thing. Um. <laughs> right? I don't know about everybody else, but I totally speak that language, so I'm okay. <laughs> you should. I was, <laughs> my last, um, I do. I don't have true mania, and that it only lasts maybe a day, day and a half. Uh, but my last episode, we were coming back from uh, Humber because I had. Uh, a follow-up with my uh no I had a what was it? A CT scan so we're coming back and uh we stopped at Jonathan's parents and he had a meeting uh in Hillsdale so um I stayed and had tea with his mom and it was just like two hours of stream of consciousness and Maggie just sat there and she's like yeah mm-hmm Mm -hmm. oh and then she would tell me something I was like oh and that would trigger another thing and it was like just two hours of straight talk and Jonathan came back and I was like oh is it time to go and Maggie's like it's time to go you need to go to bed <laughs> and I was like no but it's fine it's fine so yeah <laughs> um ups and downs ebb and flow right right <sighs> Christine I, I love you and I thank you. <laughs> I love your stream of consciousness and I, I thoroughly enjoy, um, fortunately I get to enjoy all of the facets, uh, all of the endeavors and mm -hmm. partake in. And so I'm grateful to, to have chatted with you today. Um, how are you now? How are you today in the world as it is? And, mm -hmm. uh, and how are you using some of those tools and strategies that you've been honing? Mm -hmm. Yep. manage the now um so it's it's actually kind of ironic um my anxiety has been not a problem because i can't i don't have i can't leave the house right part of my anxiety is um the preparation to get ready to go or the i have to leave and i have to meet with somebody like there's i don't know why um but that's part of where my anxiety is at <laughs> um so since they were like everybody stay home and i was like yes I got this um and then uh, and not much has changed for Jonathan either because he already works from home as well so he has this opportunity to sort of just carry on normally for the first bit of the day uh with the exception that the girls are home so he helps um uh pair off every once in a while like he's playing he they made play-doh today because I had a meeting just before this meeting as well um so they're they're in the midst of playing with play-doh right now um and then uh they were singing and dancing and was singing and dancing too so which was fun I hearing Biff naked come out of my my four-year-old's mouth is amazing <laughs> and I love it uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world um so but yeah I, I Staying connected. So when it, like I'm still practicing gratitude, still practicing um, uh, connecting. Like I, I've called my mother a ridiculous amount of times in the past two weeks compared to what we normally do. Um, but it's just this 
I'm checking in on my mom and I haven't talked to her in a, in a while. Um, and randomly checking in with people through either messenger or, um, uh, texting or whatever. Um, has been a really a good opportunity to, to, to start practicing that. And why don't we do that more? Why don't we check in more? Um, like, uh, I have, um, my, uh, a very good friend of mine, um, is having a bit of a struggle right now. She's in AA and they're not having any live meetings. So she's, uh, she's having a bit of a struggle. And I was like, dude, let's have a meeting right now. She's like, yeah, but you don't know. And I'm like, no, but that's fine. It's, you need to talk. Let's talk. I'll, I'll be your talk. That's fine. I, like, so part of me today was thinking like, why don't we check in more often? Why don't we like, why do we let that? And I do have those friends where you don't see them for six months to a year. And then you pick up exactly where you left off, which is beautiful and wonderful. But then at the same time, like, why aren't we checking? So for me, the, this whole like stay home and do your thing, like, um, uh, it's 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 maybe realize uh, the things that I'm grateful for um, really are important to me. Um, my family, uh, technology, of course, um, and being able to um, really just take advantage of that time to reconnect with myself, uh, reconnect with my kids uh, in a different manner. Like I had to teach them this morning and I was just like, why am I doing this? I had too many glasses of wine last night and the tea <laughs> hasn't kicked in yet. No, I, but like you have moments where you're just like, Oh, why? I told you just to write the list out. Why, 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 what do you know? It's not what it, oh, it's, Mommy, you should practice deep breathing. Yes, yes, mommy should practice deep breathing. <laughs> so, so we're coping. We're we're, yes. we're coping, but but doing well. Like, and I I I think we're eating better too because we. I don't think we've gotten pizza once since this whole thing kicked up. Although Pizzaville keeps sending me emails like we'll drop it at the door, and I was like, that's tempting, but no, thank you. But but I'm like, oh, but Sellermans. Hmm. <laughs> Although we do have scones coming on Saturday from Grounded, so I'm super pumped about that. I think that sounds very healthy. Uh, mm. Yeah, I've got berries. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, there's mm. some vitamins in there somewhere, and butter. Butter's full of vitamins. I can, I'm like sure of it. <laughs> when I did my my one year follow up at Humber for my bypass, the dietitian is like, "So tell me about your average food." And da, 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 da. So I'm like, "Yeah, I have a, a you know, I put a drop of honey in my tea, and I I um, sometimes will have my vegetables with like a dab of butter, like just a tiny bit, just to give it some flavor or um or whatever." So after she's like, "You're doing really well. Like you're staying on track. That's fantastic. I have just two two small suggestions for you." And I said, "Oh, okay." Uh, and she goes, uh, so switch out your honey for um, something like stevia or sweet and low. And I went, mm-hmm. And she goes, <laughs> and, and, and you really should not eat butter. You should probably have basil. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I left and I went, hard no. Right. Like I, I cut back on my honey uh, a little bit bit <laughs> Jonathan's laughing hysterically because we just went through a giant container. I use it in I use it on my tea. I make a pot of chai, which he also drinks. Don't don't you Absolutely. kid yourself. You totally drink it too. No um, but Jonathan, yeah. nobody's judging over here. Just <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's funny because I um I've been physical wellness was been on my radar for years and it was mm. I was able to commit my my bandwidth to for uh, quite a while until recently mm. and then now that we're in this 
boat. I'm, you know, I'm still trying to engage. And um, one of the women I, I connect with, Alyssa, she may be watching on the replay. Um, she's got all the things going on, right? She's a fitness instructor and nutritional this, that. And the other. Yeah. I, I have a degree in nutrition just for point of reference. So it's, it's, I have knowledge and I, I make choices and I, I think a lot about why I make certain choices and what is prompting certain things to, for me to eat. And a lot of it is, I know it's habit and I recognize what transpires when I eat that thing as far as where I go in my mind, what memories are drawn up, um, and they are positive things. And I'm not talking about, you know, when I'm mowing down an entire bag of chips covered in blue cheese, if you were on the call yesterday, um, that is, that's, I'm not talking about that, but it's, it's just about enjoying the moment. It's like mindful eating. That's kind yeah. of what I'm looking at it now. And I, and I, and so when she's like, you know, no dairy and no this, no that, I'm like, I frothing my milk with my freaking steep tea frother, that is going nowhere. Like, and I, I maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll transition to almond milk, but that's like maybe, like, I, but it's the experience and it's the thing. And then I sit and I do the, and then I drink the rest. If it doesn't go in the cup, like, right. And then I, so I say to myself, what do I gain from that? And what would I gain from not having milk? Mm -hmm. And I have to make that decision. Now, I, next week, I may change my mind. I may be like, mm -hmm. you know what, I've learned more. I felt different. I've, I've evolved. Um, I feel more informed, whatever. Um, <laughs> Christine's saying that the almond milk doesn't broth up. Is, you know what I find? Anything yeah. super fatty, because I love whipped cream. I'm like, I'm going to take my half and half and give that a go. doesn't work, because it doesn't have enough air between the fat molecules to then process through. The, that's a terrible thing. I'll stop making that movement. Um, <laughs> So with the little frothing and then, yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that I don't think we need to justify anything as long as I call it informed mm -hmm. consent. I am knowledgeable. I've taken yeah. the time to learn and, and I'm not blindly doing anything. That's not true. Mm -hmm. There's certain things that I'm now more informed on. <laughs> and that's how I feel about just about anything. Informed consent. I'm a grown up making it. Yeah. Well, and part of that too is like, it's like what you were saying, uh, coconut milk, oat milk, oh, I'll have to give those a try. Um, uh, part of, uh, where did it go? Um, informed consent. But it, it's, it's like the, uh, is it uh, Maya Angelou? It's like, I only know what I know and until I know better, I can only do what I, what I know now until I know better. And that's what I love, like massage therapy, for example, 10, 12 14 years ago, if you had cancer, it was like hard no on the massage. People believed that we could cause uh, mastitis or not mastitis, um, metastasis. And I was just like, uh, okay. And then, so uh, when I got to school, they're like, oh no, you can massage yeah. clients with cancer. And there were still people that were like hard. Nope. Nope. I was yep. taught. Nope. And then cancer patients were like, but, and then until those studies came out, they yeah. were like, we can't cause cellular shedding to make the cancer cells spread throughout the body. We can't do that. It's not going to happen. Um, so, and again, if you can only do what you know, right. Um, treating anybody who ha has AIDS or HIV, like that was again, a hard, no, you can't do that. And now we know that it helps them so much. It makes them feel so much better. And, and I'm the, I try to do the same thing. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, oh, what does the science say? How does the science prove that this is, is accurate or inaccurate? Um, and, and like, what, what is the actual uh, causation versus correlation? 
um which is also another like for me that I put that into perspective as well like <laughs> my when I went for the psychiatrist appointment to talk about my meds and we talked about tea and he's like how much tea do you drink in a day and I'm like well after seven I try to stick with rooibos or herbals to make sure I'm not get, taking any caffeine after seven he's like no that wasn't the question and I said well I, I three or four five I don't count I don't know I, if I feel like a tea I have a tea he's like do you notice your anxiety levels with your uh caffeine intake and I was like no my caffeine intake is 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 steady my anxiety levels are not <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's no causation there so then I was like so then I tried to like I, I did try I did try to have one cup of caffeinated tea in the morning and the rest herbal or rooibos which is lovely I'm so happy I'm with steep tea because they have so many choices and one of my favorite non-caffeinated teas is the creme caramello latteed up so so good but I like, I love rather Earl Grey and my cinnamon hearts beware. And I'm like, these are caffeinated and I want them. I want the caffeine. Uh, so it was a failed experiment. Um, <laughs> although I, I do try instead of seven now, it's sort of like, Oh, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So let's, let's not and, have. And yeah. like anything else. So you can learn yeah. something. And like, as you said, you know, the information comes and this is true for, for all the things that we're going through. We're getting a lot of information. And we can look at it and go logically go, yes, that's exactly what we need to do. And um, at the same time, it's not a pattern that we have established. So it takes time to be reminded of what it is, why we care. Like, mm -hmm. you're going to tell me that, you know, this is really important, but if it doesn't connect to my values, it doesn't connect to what matters most to me, I'm not sure why I'm going to care. And I, that's a lesson you can learn from pretty much any small child. You know, mm -hmm. why would I do that? I, why do I care about that? I don't. So yeah. why would I do that? No. Yeah. Um, so if you can connect it to why you care about it or what you care, it, or that you care, and then you reintroduce it regularly so that you can help to establish a new pattern, whatever that is. So, you know, you drop from seven to four, win. And if, if later in life you go from four to two, great, yeah. whatever. And I think that acknowledging where we are now, like I have shifted a lot of things, not just food, but certain mm -hmm. behaviors where it's like, I do less of and I do more of what I do that aligns with what I want okay great I'm, today I'm winning so, yeah anyway oh Christine this yes. all day all day I could do this um right will you, yes will you be sharing any type of movement activity with us today breathing stretching is that yes I thought I thought what I would do for you lovely ladies today is um as actually something that I teach in my first semester uh, massage therapy uh lab uh to teach them how to teach this um so it's uh just uh we'll start with some diaphragmatic breathing and then we're going to um move into a progressive relaxation Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure um, everybody's sort of familiar with that uh, idea, um, but basically you're just going to listen to um, the prompts that I give you. You'll contract the muscles that we talk about um, in a manner that doesn't move the actual joint. So if I say like, if you just contract your um, feet, so you just, uh, instead of like crunching your toes up together, just think about like that, making that tight. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then we'll progressively work on our way up from there so yeah if you guys want to awesome. sit back and get yourself comfy 
Um, you can do this with eyes open, eyes closed, however you want to do. You're just going to, I'm going to put my therapist voice on now. Um, so you're going to be nice and relaxed. I want you to place one hand just above your heart and the other one just uh, on your belly. And I want you to think about moving your hands with the chest, with your chest. So with the rib cage and with that belly. And you're going to take a nice, slow, deep breath in through the nose if you want. Great. Lift those hands as high as you can and then breathe slowly back out. So with diaphragmatic breathing, what we're doing is we're calming ourselves down. We're bringing our body into a point where we're getting maximum oxygen and we're getting rid of the maximum amount of carbon dioxide because that's just as important um, for recovery. And then you, again, nice deep breath in and just focus on your hands. Feel the warmth uh, in your chest and nice deep breath in again. And release. So diaphragmatic breathing is something you can do super quick, super easy. Uh, just if you need a moment to yourself, um, you can do this at work, anywhere you want to do it. Um, if you have more questions about diaphragmatic breathing and why you want to do it, I'd be glad to have a two hour long discussion about that with you. But for right now, take that one last nice deep breath in. Feel the, the oxygen get down deep into your belly and release. All right, so now we're going to move on to the progressive relaxation. I want you to think about your toes right now. I want you to think about how they just support you, your feet, they support you. They're they're the root that brings you grounding, okay? If grounding is important to you, the feet are so important. So really just contract the muscles in your feet and you can give them a little shift and release. We're going to come up to the calf muscle, so the gastrocnemius and soleus, and then on the front you've got your tib anterior. Um, so think about contracting that whole calf, lower leg, while you're taking that breath in, and then when you breathe out, release the contraction. And we're coming up into the thigh now, your hamstrings and uh, quads back and front, so just give a breath in, make them nice and contracted, and squeeze and release. Now we're coming up into the buttock and the lower abdominal, so I just want you to, to tighten everything up in that breath, and then release. And you're gonna come up a little bit higher into those abdominals, into the erectors in your back. And again, tighten them all up as much as you can and release. Now we're coming into that upper chest, upper back area, um, sort of that shoulders. I would say 90% of my clients have a lot of tension in this part. You're going to contract those muscles. If your shoulders come up to your ears, that's fine. Contract and then breathe out and release. And now I want you to think about your jaw and your facial muscles, and you're gonna contract, and we're all gonna make funny faces, it's gonna be hilarious. Funny faces and release. Now I want you to take and think about the, the, your scalp right at the very top. You know, your forehead is all wrinkly, so you can contract that. 
breathe in and release on the exhale. And now all of the body parts, everything come together all in one deep, beautiful body contraction. And release. And just take a couple of moments to come back to that nice breathing, regular breathing. And then from here, when you're ready, you can open your eyes, come back to reality. <laughs> and this is something I've, I've actually started, uh, Sophie doing this at night when she comes out uh, from bedtime. She's been quiet for about 10 minutes and she's like, mommy, I'm having trouble falling asleep. So we'll either do this together or she'll do it on her own. Um, a progressive relaxation to, to, come up together um or and then she did it to me the one day i was in bed and and she came up to me and she's like mommy let's do progressive relaxation i was like dude let's do this um, oh sorry i call my girls dude i don't know why i just do it's it's dude is non-gendered for me so if i call you dude please don't take offense it's a it's a, it's a, a, a love uh, endearment for me so yeah, I love love it um, but yeah we we do the progressive relaxation all the time so diaphragmatic breathing great for muscles anybody in the health sciences you know oxygen super important get rid of the carbon dioxide um, and but it also it, it forces you to focus um, and one thing I've learned about the brain that I think is really interesting is your brain cannot relax unless it's focused on something like if you you need to think you need to think about one thing for your brain to relax otherwise you, you get that squirrel in the maze and, and that's where my insomnia kicks in um whereas the opposite is true for your body your body needs to do nothing for it to relax so the progressive relaxation helps remind the muscles that they need to let go yes that was awesome thank you yeah, and um, you're welcome part of this recording by all means you know zing back and something <laughs> could, could use probably um on the day-to-day -day right now so i know for me my emotions sort of run the roller coaster on the uh, every day and um and and then inadvertently show up when i'd at least expect it so to be able to um use something like that or a guided meditation depending on and that's something i can do i don't need to plug it in my phone and getting out an app i can literally just yeah. walk myself through that and, and yeah and yeah. the other side of it too is you can make it as long or as short as you need it to be like if you need to do three squeezes of your feet and then move up to the calf that's mm -hmm. fine make it as right. long or as short as oh, i'm only my arms like we missed arms so you can add the arms in and you can do the hands and feet as well like you can you can make it your own and that's why i really like it um because yeah you're it doesn't require any technology you can you can sort of do it yourself you can do it sitting you can do it lying down you can do it in a yoga position like you could do it's just take it with you in the car <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.